Welcome, Podheads, to a fresh new episode of Two Homies Chatting. On this episode, me and Kenny discuss the lunar eclipse happening at the end of the month. We dive into Team Skate USA. That's right, skateboarding is officially in the Olympics. And we discuss our favorite sports movies of all time. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Two homies chat. Just two homies chat. The podcast THC. Two homies chat. Can you let me ask you something? Just two homies chat. You just get yourself one of these. What you got? One of them so rights? You got a flyby? Ooh. Like Nelly? Massage gun. How's that? How's the massage gun? Like, is it good? Is it, like, nice? Dude, it's money. I got, like, a roller, but... Roller's nice. I got a roller. I got a couple of different sizes of rollers. Dude, the massage gun is the game changer. Where's, like, the area for your game-changing-ness with the massage gun? Where's, like, your area? My personal is quads, hips, and lower back. That's my tightest okay. areas. Because I, I know you got that area. hip. You got that, that hip anatomy. I know yeah. you got that. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Now, do you it's just drill legit. in? It's pretty legit. Look. The flyby. I bought it on the, the website where everybody buys the things that everybody buys. They had a good uh, the a- Amazon? Yeah, you know the one. And that thing just comes at you, just hits you? Oh. How does that feel on the, the lower neck? Because I got like, you know, money. Dude, money. The, the remote life, computer life, always being a desk jockey. You know, I'm not a tradesman. But Same. I, I end up creating a little tension oh. in the lower neck and uh, kind of creates a little headache for me, a little migraine action sometimes. Makes me want to close my eyes. I'm telling you, the flyby is the game changer. There's a lot of them out there i got this one i had one of their deals right so yeah I had a crime day's coming up i'm sure i could get a flyby you know, on prime day i hit my calves the other day and Ooh. it um i'll just say it was an experience like one of those it's like getting your feet rubbed you know like you don't like it, tickle, it tickles for a little bit and then you're Better. like oh it was, no. it was game changer. It was nice. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, do you take take it on the calves? You, how's the hip feeling? I know you. I know you know. For the listeners out there, Kenny, Kenny had essentially his hip shaved down and was put in a machine once, but he did attend a sweet Def Leppard concert. <laughs> That's true. That was like a couple of days after hip surgery. And I was—I would think I was even crashing at my parents at the time, just because of the hip surgery and all. That. Yeah. And, yeah, you don't uh, want to be in a house. You guys so. picked me up, and we went to the Sana Amphitheater and saw Def Leppard. Cheap um, trick cheap and poison. Poison. That—that that is one of those experiences that will be legendary because I was on crutches, <laughs> painkillers, on a hill, and the other things as well, and on a hill. <laughs> pre-pandemic so crowded place 
everybody, I don't think anybody was wearing sleeves on their shirt. I think everybody had cut their sleeves off at, at this point. What? Um, it was great. You, so so I like I like what you said, you know, like pre-pandemic. You know, like it was, <laughs> it was crowded, yeah, right? Crowded's different now. It means something else. So like, that's a great point. Like that. There's gonna be a time now. We're gonna we're gonna transition into this realm, Kenny, where literally people are gonna experience a life that nobody else previous to us experienced, yeah. right? Like it's gonna be a whole different. What is something else outside of this pandemic that like kids today will just never understand or experience, bro? Like, what is what is something? There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things um, that they just won't understand. Um, uh, to, to name a quick few that come right to mind is lines. Um, dial up internet. Uh, like phone lines, like like landlines. Uh, yeah, landlines, yeah. house phones. The, I don't know anybody with a house phone. Not only a house phone, Kenny, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I thought about this a little bit. What do you got? What do you think? And and kids these days, they're never gonna know what it's like to phone the house, to hit the landline, and have to ask a father or mother to talk to their son or daughter that you're interested in. Like like me being back in the day being Uh like Hello, hi, Mr. Anderson. Uh, can I talk yeah. to Devery, please? Is that okay? Like, <laughs> like, no, these kids are just texting, bro. Like, they're never gonna experience Ever. that that interaction. You're right. They will never will. That's that's interesting, right? You know, they'll never have to face that fear. Um, did you ever did you ever hang up right away when you got the dad? You just hung up. After. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you, you we're. We were, you know, yeah. amateur hours. You're scared. You know, you're scared. Like it's, it's I kind one of imagined of those... you getting more of like a trace. What's up? Yeah, I'll go grab her. <laughs> no, no, not nothing like that. You know what? I I will share a fun little tidbit. I you know, I was a late bloomer, Ken. Very very much late bloomer. Um, this, you know, nice deep voice you guys hear on the airwaves uh, didn't always exist. And so, you know, back in the day, similar to like calling somebody's uh, house phone, you used to have to call into the fire station and talk to pops, <laughs> right? So you call into the fire station, you'd be like, hey, can I, t- can I speak with Chief Venable, please? Every time, bro. Every time they'd be like, yes, ma'am, please hold. <laughs> and I'd be like, huh? Hey, like... <laughs> sir, do I sound you. that girly? <laughs> sir, goddamn you! <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't think you know with the name like Trace and this light toned voice I had, I didn't really you know get the whole. I mean, half the time, probably thought I, I was a girl calling in anyway. So like, <laughs> your your friend Tracy's on the phone. Uh, I'm uh, guy, guy, son, Trace. actually, son, son. <laughs> son. Um, so thanks thanks for that <laughs> and Assholes. and thanks for uh everybody hanging in there and listening to this this fresh new episode of two homies chatting with with ken and trace what's up what's ken what's up what's up it's good to be here 
Yeah, it is. It's nice. It's been good. It's been good. I was just watching these Portland Trailblazers close out a strong game against your Utah Jazz to go. Yeah. Whew, yeah. Playoffs are getting unique. Yeah, they're they're still wide open everywhere. It was a fun game, but yeah, they took it took an L there for sure. But yeah, uh-huh. it's good to be back. Good to be here. Got a lot of cool things to talk about. Yeah, I'm this would be an experience that nobody's ever experienced before as well, similar to what we were just previously it's talking true. about. I do it's like true. the dial up though, like because you know. Yeah, I kind of get- stole that. I saw that on something, and they played that noise for some like twelve to sixteen year old kids, and no they, idea they didn't know what it was, and they just were so confused trying to figure it out. They thought it was music or something. It's crazy. So it's, I didn't invent that, but I, I was like, eh, yeah, that's a noise. I'll always recognize that noise. Always. You've got mail. Like, you're like, I'm online. I got to dial in to the internet real quick. I'm going to hit this chat room up with an A slash S slash L. I'm sure people know. Listeners know. but Yeah, I'm sure they know. Yeah. Yeah, I totally yeah. know too. I know you did. You look. Yeah. You, yeah. I, totally I, I believe. I believe that. Totally yeah. do. You know what else I know? This shades brewing water <laughs> is crisp and smooth and perfect for the month of May. I recommend you have one. I'm gonna have one now. Um. Well, what I know, Kenny. That was a hell of a segue, sir. And I will golf clap. That was un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. Caught thirsty, me off guard. Man. I was motivated. I was thirsty, man. Oh, I love that. I'm I'm gonna join you. You know, I know shades is 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 nice and delicious out there. But I'm rocking a fresh woodman. I like to keep it light, you know, but at the same time, give me a bite. You yeah. know, light with a bite. Light with a juicy bite. sunrise IPA. Mm. Yeah, that's delicious. Cheers, dude. It's good to be back. Get yeah. that pour. Ooh, coming out hot. Coming out hot. Coming out hot. Coming out yeah. hot. That's, that's oh. nice. That's nice. Yeah, bro. How you been, dude? How you living? What's What's good, going on dude. in the life good. of Ken? Good. Just, just you know, back to normal. You know, playing regular rounds of golf. Hmm. That summertime's here. <laughs> Got to mow the lawn every week. You guys getting that nice weather? Yeah, it's finally coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally getting there. Yeah, there's there's still some days to be desired. It's been going back and forth pretty heavy, but I think it's been it's like n- that everywhere. Like it's not quite seltzer season, but it's about to be seltzer season. You know? Yeah, it's like a one or two seltzers, then some beers kind of season because it's yeah. warm until about seven or eight, and then it's cold. Oh, you getting those Utah nights right now. That's how it is out here, though. I love that about out here. It's like drop about 10, 15 degrees. Keep it nice. Get them ocean winds. Mm. I'll be by the ocean this weekend, I think. I'm going to try my best. You Are you going to go whale watching? No, I think that that ship has sailed. I think I think it's not the time now. But I don't they, know. They should be on their way up to Alaska right now. Via the Pacific Ocean Highway or whatever, the California 
California highways got some gnarly chop. <laughs> so, to follow El Nino of the northern coast, man. Just get that gnarly check swell. Out. Check that out. What if, like, you know, like when you watch, like California movies, Current. California Current. So you know when you like you watch these movies and then like something like, like some crazy once in a lifetime phenomenal disaster. Like for example, I watched this movie called Greenland. Okay, it's got Gerard Butler and uh, the lady from Gotham and then Roy from The Office is in it. But it's basically like this debris is going to fall. A comet debris is going to fall and it falls and everybody like misjudges it, comes down, starts blowing everything up. Right. But like all these weird things happen first, like birds migrate. Right. Well, we got this lunar eclipse coming, right? Yeah. Okay, and it's happening on a supermoon, right? May 26th. What if all of a sudden these whales are all migrating somewhere, right? Like, what, what, what do we do? What would your first reaction be? Like, if you just started seeing, like, next thing you know, birds flying all over you, you're like, whoa. And then, I don't know, you're in Utah, so I, I don't know whatever, you know, Elk, deer, antelope, start running all up the mountains. Billy goats, start running all up the mountains. What are you doing, bro? What's your first action? What's the first thing you do? Do you Google? Is that the first thing you do is Google? No, I probably grab a towel and try not to panic. Um, and I'll probably just wait it out uh, to see what's going on there. I mean, it is migration season right now, so it might not be like... I'm talking about. Um, I don't know. We have a tendency to overreact. So <laughs> it could just be elk migration season or whale migration season that also happens with the lunar super full moon. I'm this with, is, I'm with this you. is a rare event because it's going to be visible from most of North America. Yeah. I, what, do you remember where you were in in 2019 when it happened last? Did you Did you get to see it? It kind of, I think it wasn't like. It was like, cloudy, if I remember right. And, and it kind of didn't, we didn't have good visibility on it. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I was like, so, I was like in the path. So, I like, I, I was in Pocatello, uh, Idaho, and Idaho was I like in not, like a you massive might path. I've been in the path, actually. I, I'm wondering that. Yeah. Yeah, this would be cool. I think, like, uh, for, for anybody, all our Portland listeners, it says like uh, peak time is 4 11 a.m. Uh, the morning of May 26th. Uh, so get up nice and high. You know, get lifted. Get yourself in a position where it's unblocked. Look to the southwest. I, I got to figure out what to do, man. I'm trying to go out in like a wide-ass open space where nothing's blocking me. And there's no light pollution. So I can see what we can capture. You're going to try to take Sweet. pictures of it? You're going to try to get some pictures of it with your space camera? I don't have like a space camera or I don't, I mean, I don't even think I have a lens that can make like the moon look big, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it would look like. I feel like the whole night sky, right? Like it's like at one point at one of the darkest times in the night, it's going to be way dark. So like, what's the rest of the sky going to look like? Like, can we see like the Milky Way from here? Like, 
like a galaxy or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, what's the rest of the out. sky? We're going to find out. I think it's it's usually only momentarily, and it's usually only a, a, a complete uh, lunar eclipse um, for, for a portion of the path, I believe. Um, like a total eclipse of your heart kind of thing. Ooh. But, the total uh, eclipse of your heart. It, it's exciting. I haven't. I don't think I've seen one since I was a kid. To be honest, I don't think I've. I, I don't remember seeing one in July of 2019. Um, solar eclipse, lunar eclipse. Yeah, you had to do the uh, the eyeglasses on that one to to watch it. You had to have the special yeah, glasses. That, I remember the solar eclipse. The solar eclipse of the heart. Solar eclipse of my fart. Um, but this will be fun. I think it happens at a good time too, right? Do you know the path? Um, I, I don't know the path. I know like you're going to be able to see it pretty well from Portland. Um, and I know like the East Coast. Now, this is kind of something that's like really kind of tripping my brain out a little bit. Now, I'm not a scientist or astrologist, right? Is that what they... No. No. I don't know. I'm not a spaceologist. Um, but I was kind of confused. Astronomer? Astronomer. What's astrology? Is that the signs? That's yeah, the signs. that's the signs. Man. Why well, do I pick words that you are so similar? Just, like phys- physics. Like some, sometimes they go by theoretical physicists and astronomer. Astrophysicists sometimes they're called. But yeah, you're one of those. Totally. Yeah, I'm a I'm an astrophysicist on on the weekends, but what I was I was man I kind of lost my train. Of, oh yeah, so now I got it. No, I I, I found it. Good, um, good, good. So it's like four eleven a.m. is like going to be the coolest time to see it here. But then I also saw something, and I might have missed seen this, but then it was like five thirty six on the East Coast a.m. I thought that was weird to be like three hours different, you know? So there's like a gap. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought that was weird. If somebody can explain that to me, reach out to us, two homies chatting on Instagram or two homies chatting at gmail.com. Shoot me a message and say, hey, bro, I know I could Google it, but right now in this moment, I'm not Googling it. Do we have the ability to take live callers? I got a live caller here. You got a live caller here, Ken? Yeah. No. no I live I caller? We have that yet. We'll work on that. Yeah, we'll do yeah, We'll, we'll do something like articles, that. Be able to take live callers. That'd be yeah, sweet. You, you know, in the moment, I'm not finding anything awesome either. Um, so we're going to just table it. We got a week. We'll talk about it next week. Stay we'll talk tuned. about it next episode. We're going to have some really good answers on that next week. Um, thanks for joining next us. Next week yeah. on Two Homies Chen, we're going to talk about some... Yeah. Lunar eclipse stuff. Yeah. 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 You know what else we should talk about, Ken? What? What's next? Team Skate SA. Hell yeah. Is that? No, that doesn't. Skate 8? Skate 8? Skate, you Skate A? No. Well, just the Team, team, team Skate U- USA. Team USA Skate. Team USA, USA all the way. Which, by the way, their gear is so dope. I'm jealous of that. They're I'm jealous do. that like the Olympics, they're coming. It's, it's coming. crazy. NBC starting to advertise already. We're getting commercials. All of a sudden we see Michael Phelps everywhere. Al the Michaels. Olympics are 
coming. And I'm fired up, dude. Skateboarding. Skateboarding is an Olympic sport. I'm going to repeat that. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. I used to get arrested for doing. Is thing you can't do in shopping centers. Olympic sport, dude. Olympic sport. The, the thing where your dad is like, why are you wearing long pants in 110 degree weather? And you're like, you try skateboarding. All right. I skate in shorts all the time. It just hurts. Couldn't. It hurts. <laughs> it just hurts. It hurts. It's fine. I'm excited, dude. There's four. There's um, there's two two events uh, for skateboarding. There's the, the park and the street. And That's there's men's sweet. and women's. And we got a full team for each. And, and I saw Nigel. Nigel Houston's in there. Um, there's some really cool uh, skateboarders, dude, in there. Uh, Dad, they got guy, this uh, Brighton Zuner. Is that uh, how you say his name? It's crazy to think about the fact that you're going to have, like, skateboarding. What a what a technical sport to put in. And, like, people won't understand it either, too, because, like, it'll be as technical as, as, like, the high dive. You know, like, when they're all doing flips and all that shit looks the same. Exactly. And, like, like, the splash is, like, this much. And they're like, you're like, oh, that's a 10. And then they're like... Oh, actually, that's a 7.2. Like, it, this will be such a technical evaluation of a sport because I wonder who's going to be evaluating, too. Do, you, do they have, like, names of, like, who's going to be evaluating? Let, I, don't, I don't know that. Um... I would assume, well, you can't do, like, Tony Hawk because he wasn't really, like, a street skater. Like, I mean, he was a street skater, but not, like, a, yeah, you know, he's all, like, half pipes and stuff. You know, you can't he's just like. He's pretty much like the skateboarder, though, right? He he's is. The John, he's the John Madden of skateboarding, for sure. Tiger Woods, yeah, yeah. He's the Tiger Woods of skateboarding, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, like, you know, as, as I, I feel like you're looking something up, but as, like, to kind of keep on going, I don't think skateboarding has the visibility it has without the 1X games where Tony Hawk did a 900. Yeah, totally. That was like totally. I think that moment because it was such an impressive thing, you know that I, he kept falling. Like you already, you know, and you're like everybody's all pumped for him. People were tuning in. It was like five overtimes. UConn, Syracuse. Like you just start tuning in. You don't even like you skateboarding. Know, you, yeah, you you're like a 63 year old lady. Yeah, you're you know, right. and you're like, what is happening here? Wait, is he? Is he doing? Three spans? Is that was you know? He just recently did that again, um, for like the and, last time. And he's like the oldest. He, how old is Tony Hawk? He's like fifty-five, right? That's like, crazy, dude. Like that's, that's pretty crazy, right? Could you what like? How old is Tony Hawk? I don't know. I don't know. Let's 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 Google. I found this on the web. Ooh, how'd you find it? How old is Tony Hawk? He's 53. Oh, his birthday is today, actually. Happy birthday, Tony Hawk. Happy birthday, Tony Hawk. (laughs) What an interesting thing. That is awesome. Happy birthday. Shout out to Tony Hawk. Best skateboarding (laughs) game ever. And I liked Grind Session, too. I liked Grind Session. That was a good game for the PS1. But the franchise, the Tony Hawk franchise, the new one that just came out is fire, too. Yeah, you gotta. Even though, like, you really just want to do, like... uh, you know, you want to do just like a solid kickflip, you know, nollie, nollie kickflip to 
to front side manual, you know, all that. You want to do like some street stuff and Tony Hawk. It's still fun to do like a you you know, still jump 17,000. All yeah. the buildings and stuff, right? Yeah. You can, you can, I mean, you could always do the leap of faith. Who's your like, like, you know, as you like go into skateboarding and, and you get nostalgic with it, what was like your go to pump up skate video, Ken? Like, what was. Menic Mahdi. Ooh. Yeah. It's pretty much that. There's the, there was the toy machine video. Uh, well, Welcome to Hell, and there was another one that I liked a lot. Um, and then, but I, yeah, but I, I loved the skate videos. So we always watched the four one ones. I would always get the four one ones and order them. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah, because that was like Instagram before Instagram for skateboarding. Yeah, you get like, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy how I would, are they still putting out like skate video videos like are they do oh, yeah. they still do so yeah. or is it like the content's yeah. just like all yeah. online it's both you get a lot of both they, they do they still do the skate video and it's actually they've gotten a lot better they're really good at doing them but you also get to see people's parts on the social media so that's actually one of my most followed um things because i love to see like the barracks is a great follow um thrasher's still doing lots of cool stuff especially on youtube They'll kill it on YouTube. The Thrasher's are great. Mm-hmm. Thrasher, right? They've been around forever. Um, but Bro. to be honest, there's a lot of brands. I walked into a skate shop a little while back, and I didn't recognize. They're like brands. Like, like yo, like, where's the Baker bootleg? Where's my uh, toy machine board? I just want. Is that what you ride in? The horns. I got a blind deck right now, actually. You got blind? It's cool. It's blind. It's it's a blind deck, and it, on the back, it's got blind written. In like the kind of font that they use to test if you're colorblind, I like that. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty dope. We, me and Devery were talking about that time when like we did goat yoga for Julie, oh, yeah. and then and then me, you, and Andrew went and like skated inside the club building. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's good it was time. so awesome, dude. Yeah, dude, goat yoga. That's I gotta, you know, as, as you talk about Tony Hawk, dude, I gotta. You want a little fun story? This is, no, this is everything I'm about to say. I know people are going to be like, there's no way. But there's a way and it happened. Okay. You know, back in the day, my skate, my favorite skate video of all time is, is the end. Birdhouse, birdhouse video, right? Willie Santos introducing me to regulators. (sighs) Regulators. That'll come up later. You know. Andrew Reynolds just just shaping my life with the the pitch drunk crew, but Birdhouse did a demo. You remember back in the day they do them demos, right? They the crew sponsor comes out, you know. Yeah, that me was, and those the, cool. Those yeah, me and still. I wonder if those happen. I wonder if those still happen. Then me and the uh, old homies, we you know just start pestering Ed like pops. Dude. Take us to this demo, bro. It was like on the cross side of town. It was like sunset uh, at the Gallery Mall, I think. Gallery Mall uh, in right. Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah, it was far. I remember it was far. It was, a, it was a commute. And we go, Tom Green's there. Tony Hawk's there. You know, Willie Santos is there. Oh, Andrew Hawk Reynolds. On that team too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony Hawk is, you know, he's like Birdhouse OG OG, right? He's like the owner of. Right, so like, 
So we're there. Pops takes us. Pops doesn't want anything to do with it. So he kind of strolls away. Well, they had like this quarter pipe, you know. Tony Hawk goes off this quarter pipe, but he goes, instead of like coming back down, he kind of shoots off of it and goes over the setup, right? And shoots the gap onto the street. So it's like off the quarter pipe, you know, probably 12 foot down. I don't know. Maybe that, that might be like eight feet, you know, nine feet drop. Probably 12, right? That's what I'm thinking. I think that's legit. And then there's a dumpster right there. And classic Ed, right place, right time. Mr. Oh, I meet Dennis Rodman in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, he has that habit, doesn't he? He's got that. Oh, and guess who he catches before that dude hits the dumpster? Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. But that what? wasn't his only catch that night, Ken. Do you what know what his catch? other catch was? What did he catch? Is that at the end of the night, Willie Santos took off his shoe, autographed it. Threw it in the air, and Ed Venable caught that damn shoe. Nice. And so he took me to a birdhouse demo all the way across town with, like, some old homies. I think it was, like, the Lorenzos, um, Harry Hoops. I'm not even sure. Nice, (laughs) Harry Hoops. And boom, bro, we were come away, walk away with Willie Santos' shoe. And Pops has a memory that probably doesn't mean much, but I bet... As he's listening to this, he's like, "Yeah, all that happened. Yeah, that's all. That all that's all true. I'm a legend. That's all straight fact. <laughs> I'm a legend. So you know, whatever. The man, the myth. Give me a beer. You know? Yeah, you don't. You don't go by the legend and you know not have stories. No. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have some stories. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited for uh, the U.S. skate team. I'm excited to uh, see the impact here. Uh huh. You know, they're clearly saying Nigel Houston's the gold medal favorite. Yeah, dude, but, he's one of the best for real, but he's not. Yeah, there's a couple of guys. I think Chris Jocelyn is on the team, too. He's really good as well, so you better watch out for him. It'll be cool, dude. Uh, I'm excited. Like I said, it's going to be, like, technical. It's going to be, like, like imagine gymnastics, but with your feet, you know, like, man. where everything's going to look super cool, and one person can do, like, a backside flip off this ledge, and the other person could do like a backside flip off the stair set, and they might look the same, but they're totally going to be like how you land it, what's your steez when you land it. Ooh. You know, by the way, the women too, they shred. It's not... I believe it. It not like it used to be. And no. I mean that with respect, because they are... They shred, dude. The, I watch, I'm watching a run right now. Uh, Jordan Santana... Uh, she took second place in the women's park at uh, the national championships uh, presented by Toyota. And, dude, her run is really good. She's fast. She has a bowl, so they got, like, the the park is, like, the bowl, and then there's, like, the street, right? That's, like, the ledges and the rails and stuff. Yeah. And she shreds it. That's, that's awesome. They shred. So, surfing, too, uh, is also a, an Olympic sport now, which will be really cool to see i think that's kind of like about time you know because that is such an international sport and everywhere Mm -hmm. is like absolutely everywhere has like unique waves you know like like you know one thing i came across like one 
a, a piece of content that's really good on, on YouTube is like the McKibben brothers who are two AVP beach volleyball guys. They have like a really cool channel. Yeah. And uh, they, did you know there was like snow volleyball, bro? FIVB yeah. snow volleyball where like you play in like soccer cleats. I watched like this whole, I got sucked down this tube. I was like, this freaking snow volleyball. You play in the Alps. Like I'm all about it. Let's, let's, I'll do it. I'll train. Snow volleyball, that is so cool. <laughs> is it literally cool, isn't it? We're getting I, crazy. I need to be borderline cold. Like eventually the the United States are like like eventually the 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 Olympic Games will be like watching ESPN eight the Ocho, bro. Like we're gonna be watching games and shit like right. international shit where you're gonna be like, wait, what? Like <laughs> it's gonna be funny. It's it's gonna be all curling in the winter and all like, no. skateboarding in the summer. Don't sleep on that handball. Surfing, handball, pickleball. Don't sleep ball. on handball. I got a gold medal in pickleball. They got like three on three basketball. They got five on five basketball. Golf. In the fl- Yo, golf last, is last year in the second the Olympics, time. right? Yeah, the golf was a sport, and that turned out really well. That was a lot of fun to watch. That's pretty sweet. I'm pretty excited, dude. I like the Olympics. Me too, man. Volleyball, men, men are looking good, dude. I like any team. I like, like I love sports, Ken. Yeah. But I love sports when it's America verse. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The like, Ryder Cup. Yeah, like like Ryder Cup. Any Team USA Olympics. because it it brings everybody together. That's why we you do know, it, right? yeah. we like it doesn't matter what. You know, I'm a Pats fan, you're a Browns fan, but we both Team USA fans. Oh, yeah. And if we know anything, Gordon Bombay, shout out. Team USA all the way. Okay. And all I'm saying is, is like, that's my favorite kind of sport. Like, use it, Ryder Cup. I love that. Like, have I asked me right now, Trace, are you watching uh, the 100 meter butterfly? Hey, Trace, are you watching the 100 meter butterfly? No. But when the Olympics are on, Hell yeah. yeah. You watching everything. Hell yeah. Gymnastics. You watching all of a sudden I'm researching everybody. You're like, yeah. you know. We as a nation we do. We love to consume the Olympics. We love it's it. true. It's true. We love those stories. Oh man, we love a good Olympic story. Oh I feel like Did you we overcome could challenges meet. to get there. Oh yeah. my god, your country oh. loves you. Did you take a bong rip and then win five more Olympic gold medals? We love you, Michael Phelps. Come on the show. (laughs) I've seen you around. You're doing commercials. You ain't swimming no more. Doing other things. Phelps, we're your people. Come on the show. I think, I think if I Lochte can come too. Lochte can come too. Yeah, but just, you know, handle your liquor, bro. All right. Act like you've been there before, Lochte. Handle it how you want. Come on the show. I, uh,. Yeah, I think I think uh, the Olympics probably couldn't come soon enough. I think America could use the Olympics. Bro. Yeah, like I, I that was supposed if, to if, be last year, right? Yeah, you know, I and it's, dude. I think it's 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 good. It's good for all of us. You know, everybody. I think Team USA. You know, whether you're skateboarding, whether you're playing basketball, whether you're whatever. I think this Olympics is going to be something unique because I think if we've learned something, it's like. You don't always get what you think you're going to get. 
you know, like we've all made everybody, every athlete trained for the, the Olympics last year. And then it's just out, out of nowhere. It's canceled. Right. So like you can't take it all for granted. You got to approach it all. Like I I'm sure, you know, we're like, like even from like, a, a, as an example, like our best basketball players, you know, a lot of them will like opt out during those times. I, I would assume a lot of them will be all about it. Cause yeah, it's the like, NBA adjusted their season. So it wouldn't conflict with the yeah. Olympics. So it's a big deal to a lot of the athletes and the NBA. It's important to both. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, be I'm excited. I love the winter Olympics as well. So, yeah, me you know. too. I yeah. do. I love the Olympics. I love the winter Olympics. Uh, my, I love the, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, where you ski and then you shoot your rifle and then you ski some more. And you shoot oh, it's like rifle. a, yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, that's like, oh. strangely, I could watch that for hours and it's not, I don't do either of those things. I don't own a gun or skis, but I could watch <laughs> people do that for so long. It was, I, it's was, like something, I was hooked. I it's like something that. oddly satisfying, you know, yeah, where like, like you're, it was inter- you get like sucked into racing. something. Yeah. It's like horse yeah. racing where you're like, I don't even care. And then they start, you're like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. Hey, speaking of horse racing, can you let me ask you something? I know this ain't on the agenda. This weekend. Well, what about, let me, let me ask I you something about this ponies, Ken- Kentucky Derby here. Yeah. You know, like they just had this horse like fly off the shelves with this cheating. Okay. Play spirit. But I got a I got a question because I was thinking about this and I think this is like the most unique perspective because like you're right you know the trainer or whatnot should probably get in trouble, uh, but this horse was taking an illegal substance and legit had no clue, no clue just doing what it's doing right like it has no no I I mean I don't know I'm not a horse whisperer but. It's free agency is limited, you know, like it can't be like, you know, it's not Ed, the talking horse for anybody <laughs> that's too young to, <laughs> to know who Ed is. Not my dad, the talking horse. <laughs> it's, it's, he's not going to be like, hey, don't put that on me. Like, no, on television, bro. yeah, like, but you're right, though. The horse is just like, I'm eating some hay, horse, <laughs> and I'm gonna run a race, and I'm gonna win some roses, and they're gonna all clap, and I'm a horse, and I hate loud noises. But, like, yeah, he doesn't it know. Didn't but, you know. It didn't cheat. It didn't cheat. It won the race fair and square. Even well, when though they the bring trainer, out the big check, when they bring up about the big check for the winner, it goes to the trainer or the owner, right? Okay. Trainer, trainer owner. And so, yeah. So, yeah. But the horse is part of that, but it's not their sport. I, I think that we show a lot of respect to the horses and kind of like a member of American Pharaoh. And, and it was just like, we put them yeah, up there. That, like, we had, like, we love the horses and we love I the mean, horse. The triple they made a movie about Seabiscuit, bro. Seabiscuit. Uh, like, eight sea years biscuit. later, they made a movie about Seabiscuit. So That's like, like... Right? Yeah. So, so it's no disrespect to the horses. I think it's all... But it's, it's the owner and trainer's responsibility. So, yeah. If, if there's any responsibility, it's there. The horse doesn't know nothing. Jockey probably doesn't know, know nothing either. No, because he's just riding he's like just it's there. such he's a like, unique. Yeah, this it's horse a is fast. <laughs> like, oh shit, man! This horse just came back from this injury real quick. Yeah, damn, he's faster than he was yesterday. But it, even if he wanted to say anything, he'd be like, "Man, that trainer's pretty tall." <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you know. Uh, sorry, that's bad. That's a, like a dad joke. I love it. That's great. It's uh, pretty solid. It's pretty yeah, you can use solid. it. Speaking, you know, like with Sea Biscuit in hand, I got a question, man. Yeah. Let me, Kenny, let me ask you. Something. Yeah, what's up? Speaking of sports movies, do you got like, what's your go to? What's like your favorite sports uh, movie man. of all time? Ooh, that's a tough one. I got, uh, do you, I'm you sure got there's a rotation. You got, do you got yours? I don't know. I, I mean, I can't say all time. You know, like, I feel like I have to break them down into sports. That, that's but uh, to, to kind of give movie. you... Legend of Bagger Vance is my golf movie. Tin Cup. The Tin Cup is great, but Will Smith in Legend of Bagger Vance, it, Robert Redford directed, it is the movie will change your mind about golf. Even if you like it, it'll change it. It's amazing. What's your, what's your, what about your basketball movie? Oh, man. Eddie? Ooh, with Whoopi? So good. The Knicks? The Knicks are back. That's so good. That's a good one. See, like, now you you threw me in. I'm, I'm going to say Celtic Pride because I, I love yeah. the fact that we just kidnapped Damon yeah. Wayne's yeah. Utah Jazz. Yeah, that's um, dope. Jazz Celtics. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Uh, love that. Space but, Jam. Yeah, Space Jam's great. Semi-pro. We have to say, we have to say Space Jam 1 now. Yeah. Well, in in just so you know, like it's still Space Jam, like Space Jam Two. You know, it's like you're Nightmare right. on Elm Street. It's not Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street, Street 1. One. No, you're right. Yeah. 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 It's Halloween. So Space Jam. Not Halloween one, Two. Not Space Jam Two. Yeah. No. It's it's just Space Jam and Space Jam Two. Although the Space Jam Two looks a little, little much. Um, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's on the list. I, I being, I'll I got, a, I got the HBO Max on the Roku. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm dabbled in. They, they threw in that that fresh new Mortal Kombat, which was tight. I tight. I need to watch that. I'll watch that later. Okay, what about hockey, Kenny? What's your, what's, what's your go-to hockey movie? Um, I'm my Mighty Ducks, probably. So I, and that's where, yeah. Slap, slapstick was good. I like I like Goon. Goon is Goon, a good movie. Goon was good. Yeah. But the well, Goon won. The, Goon so Goon. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and then Goon two. Star Wars one. <laughs> Shit, I did it. <laughs> you did. You, you manipulated me into doing what you just did. <laughs> Jedi mind tricked you. Oh. Yeah, I, I football. But, uh, that's a tough one. What's your football movie? That's the one we're all waiting for. We're leading up to that. What is it? Okay, I would say it, if when it comes to football, I'm gonna give you two. Okay. My first one's Little Giants. All right, all right. Okay, that's that oh, is that's one cool. of the best cool. football movies. John Madden comes in, and Emmitt yeah. Smith is in there. Bruce Bruce Smith is in there. Um, Bruce Smith. But then. At the same time, even though this story is totally inaccurate and it is not an accurate depiction of, of what actually occurred in this, I mean, remember the Titans is probably the greatest football film I've ever watched. Yeah, that was that was going to be yeah. my. I mean, it's probably the best. Like, just not even in a football sense, the things that it deals with, 
with yeah. the civil rights and everything and all yeah. of that, and and how it it kind of shows you how sports can be the avenue in which change occurs. That 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 movie belongs in the conversation for best movies of all time, and that's probably oh, if I have to I go agree. to, if I could put two in there, I'd, my second would be um, the the replacements. Oh, dude, Keanu you read Reeves my mind. Yeah, Keanu Reeves guy. So yeah. Yeah, you got you got to go with the replacement. Hey, Keanu Reeves, quarterback, Ohio State. Shane Falco, Shane quarterback, Falco. the Ohio, the Ohio State. Shane Falco. Shane There's point. a lot. I'm skipping Waterboy. There's a lot of. There's a lot of good ones. Rudy. Uh, oh, Rudy Jerry McGuire. A lot of really Can, good. Airbud. Rudy. Airbud. Really <laughs> <laughs> you said you said Jerry Maguire. A lot of really good. Airbud. A lot. of – this is like Arabad's third movie is a freaking football movie, bro. Uh, seriously, I thought that he was going to get a contract. <laughs> I really thought they were going to give him a chance. We Are Marshall is really good, too. With your so boy. good. That's yeah. so good. That's your mm-hmm. boy, Matthew, there. The Longest Yard is a great I've one. I've never seen both the, of them. I've never seen The Express. The Express uh, is all right. It's kind of like snipped up. Uh, um, but it's good. I have to it's check good. that out. Yeah, it's I mean, 2008. it's a good Yeah, so I think I, I saw that it. in theaters, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but there's a lot of good football films, right? Like, they make, it's like basketball, like, you know, like, it's like, even though we threw out a bunch of basketball films, there's a lot of We didn't of even basketball touch a yeah. some of the better ones that would come up in conversation. Do you have a good baseball film? Dude, there's a lot of them, yeah. There's I a mean, lot of them. Can a I whole say major Field of series. Dreams? Like, oh, all eh, yeah. mm. It's kind of a baseball movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Natural, Mr. Baseball is always good. Little Big League. Do you Tom remember Little Selling. Big League? What about Angels in the Outfield? Angels in the Outfield with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Don't forget. Don't forget. Danny Glover, Tony Danza. Tony. Danza. Shout out to Tony Danza. Got his autograph once. Appreciate yeah. your uh, hospitality, bro. That's great. Yeah. Did did he hold you close now, Tony Danza? You know. Uh, he wasn't as close as Elton, but uh, it was good. It was good. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Is there another sport we're missing? Is there concussion is there... with um, basketball? Basketball was good. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Secretary. I mean, who who hasn't created Blindside, Invincible? These are some some that are coming up on a list I found that are pretty. Invincible's great. Yeah, Vince Papali. Philadelphia. That's the area Mo's from. Mo's from where Vince Papali's from. You know, like kind of, kind of. Same culture, same vibe. Yeah, totally. totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, West Philadelphia, born and raised. Dude, next yeah. time you drive by a Jersey Mike's, stop in there and get yourself their uh, Mike's famous Philly steak sandwich. I'm going to mm. tell you, bro, they do a damn fine Philly. For somebody from a, Jersey, they do a damn fine Philly. Have you had a Philly in Philly? Yes. No. What? No. I've, I've had a Philly from somebody who claimed to be from Philadelphia on, from like a streetcar once. And then the Italian place that uh, we build sandwiches here in Utah does a good That's a good Philly one. as well. Um, but they're not. No, I've never been to Philadelphia, so I've never had the chance to have a Philly in Philly. You feel me? I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. I'm picking up what you're putting down, bro. You know? 
I hope you don't think, you know, I'm just saying, if you want, if you want a good one, okay, I'm going to throw this out there. You know, they, if you go, go to Philadelphia, there's a place called the uh, Reading Terminal Market, okay, the Reading Terminal Market. I don't know what the name of this sandwich shop is, but we looked up some things to eat while we were there with some family, you know, getting crazy, and they had this sandwich called the Train Wreck which was a cheesesteak with salami and andouille. Is that how you say Andouille sausage? Bro, seeping out my pores. I had the meat sweat so hard, seeping out my pores. Like literally like just drenched in meat sweat. So good. There it is. So good. The train wreck po' boy at Beck's Cajun Cafe. At the Reading Terminal Market. So Bex, good. Cajun Cafe. Dude, that looks So good, dude. That's got the Philly and the sausage. The uh, cheese and the onions and the peppers. Get it. That, 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 we always do this. What the hell? I'm hungry now. Bro, I can't help it, man. I don't know why. You know, I... The, the inner... The, like, my hunger is big. It's a big hunger. I'm a big guy. Yeah. I'm always hungry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got that got that Jordan hunger. That, that Michael Jordan hunger. Bro. I've been watching The Last Dance too. That's have you? Oh. I, I that is off on like episode eight and a half. It's so good because <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> this hurts. It's it's so one, like I love the flow of that whole documentary that the cuts always keeping you entertained. Like, like it's like if, if you like, like I like movies that have um, multiple storylines to follow and then they all blend into one. And the West that Anderson. last, yeah. Yeah. Where you're following multiple characters and then they all meet in, in the middle. Um, that's a great reference. Wes Anderson. Um, the last dance is so well done. But Kenny, let me ask you something. I've been thinking about this yeah. a lot Uh-oh. because I've been watching it. Yeah. And I've been watching it like go- going to bed too. So, like, you know, it's like Get those sometimes Michael I. Jordan dreams. Yeah, you know, like I'm hooping. I believe I can fly. Yeah, you're hooping. Woo! You know, <laughs> everybody remember that, like, I, I think Steve Miliband did that first, right? Didn't they? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway. Um, Google that. Do you think Jordan would have won eight straight if he didn't go into baseball? Or do you think he would have lost? This is interesting. You posed this to me with a little bit of prep. And so I had some time to think about it. If he wouldn't have left the Bulls and he stayed two more years, would he have won eight? That was the what proposal. You- I, and that's a tough one because I, I know. I don't think so. There's, I don't think there's ever been a four-peat before. I think it's too hard to keep good players on a roster for that long. And it's too hard to – the salary cap, and you can't pay everybody. And they won a championship now, and then free agency happens, and they can leave and make more somewhere and go try to win one as the star themselves, right? That happens a lot now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so my, my final answer is, is no, but – Asterisk. I like this. Underneath, I like this. Underneath, but. 
Um, Michael Jordan probably could have won two more just because he's Michael Jordan. Because he's a... Because he takes, like in the documentary, he's like, I took that personally. Yeah. You know, like every five minutes, you're like, I if, I, if I can, I took Jeez, that personally. Dude, you're you, like, you yo, don't ever this. do anything personal to Michael Jordan. All right. If there's one thing I've learned in that documentary is don't do anything personal to Michael Jordan. Um, I think, Kenny, you're on to something, right? Like, I want to think Michael Jordan would have won eight straight, right? I do. I, I really do. But I think the reason why he was able to do two three-peats was because he did take the break, yeah. right? Like, I think that drove him because, like, he came back in, like, that mid-season, you know, going into, like, uh, that bull or the, the – you know, they lost to like the magic, right? I yeah. think they lost to the magic yeah. that year. The Rockets beat the magic. The Rockets won back-to-back championships, yeah. right? The, and and that's that's kind of where I was going is like, you know, they probably would have saw the Rockets, yeah. you know, and they, they had, you know, Kim Olajuwon. They're good know, Kenny, Kenny the Jetsmith. Robert yeah. Horry was on that team. Yeah. You know, like, those, were, those were good Rockets teams. And if you had Robert Horry on your roster, you were winning championships. Yeah. Okay? That's I mean, the history has proven that. Yeah. It's like having Tom Brady on the roster. You win a championship. But yeah, I think I think the break is what motivated him because he did come back. He wasn't in basketball shape. He was in baseball shape. But I like I want to think that Michael Jordan could probably once he won the championship, he kind of figured out the code. You know, he cracked it, and and like from there, he was like, "Oh, I I know I could always win the championship." Like I, I've I've put myself physically in this position, mentally in this position. I've driven my teammates in this position. But I think to your point where you're like, you know, the Bulls had a good season after Michael Jordan's first year in baseball. They, they went – they, I think they went to like the Eastern Conference Finals that year or something. Yeah, like semis at least. But then they were struggling the year that Jordan came back, like the last third of the season. They were like struggling back. You know, yeah. and Jordan came back wearing the four or five, um, you know, and, and then, you know, I think that loss of the magic, which drove him to win three more. But I don't know. I think he could have. I think he could have won eight. I, I don't think, I don't think impossible. Yeah. I just feel like I, I feel like this might be an unpopular opinion, but. When you watch The Last Dance, that's the greatest basketball. Even though that there is better, even though Bill Russell has more championships, even though Larry Bird was unbelievable, Magic Johnson was unbelievable, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamber, all those guys were unbelievable. But George, like when you watch that documentary, you're like, yo, this is the greatest the basketball player I have ever, you know, like you just, you're like, bro. I mean, yeah. Jordan put Nike on the map. Nike was like a subpar company before Jordan, yeah. before Air Jordan. Yeah. 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 He put him on the map. Now everybody's spending $800 for $6 shoes. And the Jordan brand um, sponsors uh, collegiate football teams and other collegiate sports. And you would see like the Michigan Wolverines wear Jordan. 
the brand yeah. Jordan subsidiary of Nike, or did they split? Sure. No, I think they're. I think they're the same. I think there's still yeah. a correlation between the two. Mm-hmm. By the way, 1996, R. Kelly wrote, "I believe I can fly." He said in a 2013 interview, uh, "I met Michael Jordan on a basketball court at an athletic club. We hooped together in Chicago. He came to me and asked if I wanted to do a song for his upcoming movie, and I wrote. And then, so he went and wrote, "I believe I can fly." Man, whoa. <laughs> Crazy. I will say, um, you know, not to like give a lot of R. Kelly credit here. You know, we're not trying to dive down that route. But, like, that's a, that's an important song that everybody dude knows. put out some dude jams. <laughs> There's a lot of jams that he wrote that, that he wrote. Made some good music, but we'll just leave. It, that. it just reminds me of that first scene of Space Jam, you know, and like he's like the kid. He's like, "One more shot, Dad," and Dad's like, "All right, okay." And then he goes up and he's like dunking. He's like, I believe, you know, it's good. It's, it's good. And then they, I think they clip it again later, you know. But I mean, that whole movie's wacky, bro. Like, imagine Kenny, Bugs Bunny, walking into your house right now and being like, hey, we got to take you to Looney Tune Land. And it zaps you. He just sucks him down the hole on the golf course while he's yeah, playing with like, Bill Murray and Larry Bird. Um, he's just sitting there on the par three and he gets zipped down a hole and they don't know what to think. Yeah, that's that whole movie is wacky. And by the way, the Bill Murray sub at the end to save the game, one of Bill Murray's best roles. And there's a lot 100%. of this guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what role isn't great? But I agree with you. Like Bill Murray, you you need you that. need a glue guy. You need a glue guy. Ghostbusters, can, yeah. same role. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know, like he does, you know, torture the person in the opening scene of Ghostbusters. I mean, literally, just does like just shocks that dude the whole time. <laughs> like he just literally is like, "Oh, is it a square?" No, <laughs> that's it's like it's all in the name of science, dude. Oh, they got that new Ghostbusters coming out with Paul Rudd and that kid from Stranger Things. So yeah, that looks interesting. I'm excited. That to looks see that. good. Looks good. So, that looks like they're gonna try to take a real spin on it, and not and not so much a comic booky spin, but like a real yeah. spin on actual ghosts that need busting yeah so i know who, who i'm gonna, gonna call? call i know i know who i'm gonna call it's if bill so murray good, better dude. make make a cameo he better make. oh it. yeah you you don't you don't uh you can't ruin that you know like i mean even in zombie land 2 i think bill murray makes a cameo where he just does like a whole scene of, like you you can't not you know, Dan Aykroyd as well. He's got to be in it. Yeah, he's great. I don't know if uh, uh, I know Egon is gone, right? But like, I don't know if. Um, let's see. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scroll and put this up here. Uh, what's his name? Ernie Hudson, right? Is Ernie Hudson? Yeah. No, yeah. he's still good. Yeah, he'll probably He's still good. That. Yeah. So, we'll find out. It'll be good. I mean, I know they did, like, the last Ghostbusters. That was cool and all, but, like, I agree. I'm, I'm into something that's, like, kind of dark. I'm into, I'm into something that's different, right? Like, I like, I like what they did with that new Mortal Kombat. You know, if you're going to, like, recreate a movie or something like that, where, like, yeah. they turned that thing into, like, the video game, and there was, like, 
Oh, they were doing they were killing people all sorts of ways up in that bad boy. It was sweet. Oh, you know. That's how I it's true. You know what else is sweet though, Kenny? What? Summertime. Summertime's coming. Summer, summer, summertime. Yeah. What are you getting what are you getting ready for these next few months as we uh you know drive off into nice weather um a lot of things man like just you know barbecues in the backyard reggae music uh lots of golf um longer days um summertime there's always like you know splash pad and pool events with family and friends and events and things you know and, and stuff so you know summer life but mostly just looking forward to mowing my lawn and playing golf you getting those lines in that lawn yeah you know i try to keep a nice even lawn and, and um so i used to change the pattern that i mow in um pretty consistently so you go like one line higher grass and one line lower grass no is that what people do no i mean i i don't know I just, you <laughs> no, know, I'm just, just asking. I mow it all the same length. I think that looks better. Have you ever just mowed it where, like, you just, like, we're like, oh, there's a spot. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. That's my, that's my deep compressing time. I, I go out there and I mow it. It's meticulous. I think mowing the lawn is a nice, peaceful, you know, when you get to that age, too, like, I feel like, you know, we're there. Um. Mowing the lawn is prime, bro. Like it's uh it's one of those moments you probably jam some some headphones in, you know. Uh knowing you right now, you probably rocking that Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Um yeah, get the, you know, get in your uh get in your lawn mode, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm actually not a headphone guy when I mow the lawn. I'm out there just mowing the lawn. I just put my oh, sun yeah. hat on and I just go out there and I'm out there with my thoughts and my lawn. I'm not I see. Like, thinking deeply or contemplating anything. I'm mostly just like, oh, I'm pushing the lawn or turning around, I'm pushing the lawn. You know, I just shut it off. That's what I. That's, that's interesting. I, yeah, I just it's not not out there trying to figure anything out. Just trying to turn it off for 25 minutes in the front and uh, 55 minutes in the back. Do you now like <laughs> back now? You bay, say <laughs> you got yeah, you got that space, bro. You got you got square footage. Um, do you now you know no music while I'm on the lawn? I, I like that because, like, for an example, when I go snowboarding, I don't like having headphones. Same. You the same way? Yeah. yeah. I just want to hear the crunch and the the wind. Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah. I want to be able to you know be part of the the moment and the environment, right? Sometimes when you do the headphones while you're doing everything, doing your jam and stuff, and doing your activities, you're just you're in that and not this. And I just want to be in this and what this sounds and smells like and stuff. So that's my seen that. I love that advice, right? Like, cause that's, what's important. It's like shutting it, shutting it off, right? Like being in that moment, knowing that, like while you're riding out that snowy wave, yeah. you, you can't, uh, it's nothing Carving else. Up nothing some gnarly else. chop. Yeah. What, what that's so speaking of good advice like that, Ken, what what's some good advice you would have given yourself? What's current self would give eighteen year old self? You got you got anything on that on that front? 
Yeah, I got, I got one for you. I got one for you. Uh, I would tell myself that you're going to feel just as bad for having one beer as you would for 12. So I'll have another. <laughs> this beer is an example, but that applies to a lot of things. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to feel shitty about one chocolate, so you might as well have 12 chocolates. And you're not going to feel worse for having 12 than you would for the one. Like Once you've had the one, you're going to feel bad already. So just have another, man. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You'll never be back there again. That's that is what I love is right there is like really the moral is just enjoy it. But I love that your analogy is eh, you're going to feel shitty if you have one or 16. So might as well eat 16 of them. Yeah, I do love a good truffle. What about you? You got to You got to you got to give advice for 18 year old Trace. Whatever you like right now, you're not going to like <laughs> when you're 33. That's more of a prediction and not so much advice, <laughs> uh, but I'll take it. Uh, uh, no, I think some some good advice. If I were to give myself 18-year-old self, I would just say, like, you know, just, just I know this sounds so stupid and you know, I'm not telling people to listen to what I have to say. I'm literally like, um, but just, if you want to do it, do it, you know, like, don't, yeah. don't worry about Trust yourself. what, yeah. Like if you want to move somewhere, move somewhere. If you want to go to a school, go to a school. If you want to live somewhere, uh, you know, if you want to be around certain people, be around certain people. Like, I think, you know, all in all, it's just like the one thing you got to do in life is like risk. You got to take some risk. You got to take some chances. You got to believe in yourself. And if you do those things, you know, uh, you know, you won't fail. How's that? Like you'll always, you might tread water for a while and you know, all that, that's endurance, right? Like you can't, yeah, you, you get fatigued, you drown. But, uh, yeah, I would say like all in all, man, just like, if you want to do something, do something. And if you if you believe in yourself, you can make it happen. And uh, I've been lucky enough to always kind of do things that I wanted to do. I've had great support system. Not everybody always has the type of support system I have I've had, but I have gambled on myself a lot yeah. in my adult years. I've made decisions that a lot of people financially would not make. Yeah, you know, That's like true. leaving one job to go to another job all the way across the country to a state I've never been to. Um, but yeah, you got to just believe in yourself. You know, I think yeah. that's the key. It's yeah. like, I don't know if that belief count came from like uh, us being athletes, you know, like and, uh, you know, you put like work, you work a certain way you see a certain result, right? And like, you're like, oh, I earned that result because I worked hard at it, right? Like in sports, you can't just be smart, you yeah. know, or you can't just be, everything is an effort. It's, it's all like effort-based. So I don't know if like that's why, but like, if you put in the effort, you'll get the result, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that I think you see examples of that everywhere. I think yeah, you're, I think you're right. I think you're right. Talent is great. Natural ability, desire, passion are all great. But if you want to do anything, you need to work at it, and not just like do it a lot. Like work at your craft of it, right? Yeah. You know, take steps to be better at it. To do things to you know take uh, advice from you know the future you or whoever else can offer up some advice. So I think I'm totally. with you there. Yeah, I'm with you. If only, like, if only past Trace could hear that now. Yeah, you know, but I, I think it takes you know however many years it's been since I've been 18. Uh, it it took that experience that timeline you know, to learn that information. So yeah. it's, it's that's fun. why, you know, technically you have like children, right? Is to share that knowledge with your kids and like your parents experience life a certain way. Yeah. Then you witness what they experience in a way. And then you start experiencing your own life and you, you trickle down some of the teachings that they gave you. And then you teach what you believe, you know, and like what all the things, all the pieces you've taken, but like, what you believe at 18, I 100% guarantee you will not believe that at 33, you know, like, or whatever, you know, it's 15 that's, years, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on a cusp right now, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of battling my, my ageism, you know, but like to your point though, Kenny, like when you're talking like, you know, you got to like, uh, I think you're talking about like the hard work and what you're, you know, getting good at your craft. I want to give a shout out before we kind of sunset into the evening here uh, to this girl, Amy. And I hope I say her name right. Bacher Steady. I don't know if anybody, if you get a chance, somebody's got to Google her. Bacher Is that how you're saying it? Okay. Yeah, this girl is the first athlete in college sports okay with down syndrome to compete in a national championships yeah and, and she plays on the golf team at paradise valley community college out of phoenix and currently this weekend is the the, the junior college national championships right ncaa junior college national championships and in this moment right now as we are living this girl is playing golf and not only playing golf, but playing golf. I think pretty well, man. Like, like one, if you're an amateur golfer, right? Just say you're a guy, you know, you just like want to go golf. Good luck hitting a, a 111 on a course. If yeah. you've never golfed before, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, she strokes it, dude. It's impressive. I'm so like, I'm a, I'm a. I'm a sensitive dude who loves good sports stories. And when I saw this, man, I'm like, man, I hope Disney makes a damn movie about this girl because this is <laughs> badass. Yeah, dude. Shout out to her. That's awesome. That just, mm-hmm. she had to overcome a lot of things to get to that point. Um, and probably a little bit more than the other people that got to that point there with her as well. So right. shout out to her because she put in the extra work that you needed to get there. So, like, how many people? Do you think told her she can't or she couldn't or you won't 
or you can't or you won't be able to. Like, how many people do you think told her that she would never be able to? You know what I mean? Like, think about like when you're talking about like putting in the work, you know, and like giving advice to yourself. Right. And we're all sitting here. And you're, you know, you're maybe you're out there, you know, kicking it, listening to this while you're working. Like how many people told this girl that she couldn't do this? And look at her. Yeah. Playing, playing more, with her college more, for national championship. More than probably told her she could be. Right. So I think that's sure. so cool. Shout out, Amy. I love it. Yeah, I think that is the neatest thing, dude. And I hope uh I hope she has success. I looked at the rankings too, and you know, like not in last place. Like, but and it's kind of unique to watch it. Like you know, you don't I was I just thought it was really cool, man. I'm yeah, like that's Dang. A cool story. I hope she uh I hope I hope her and the team have some great success, although it does look like there's a a college called like Seminole Community College. It seems to be whooping everybody's butt. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I got an offer, <laughs> I got an offer from them. That's, oh, that's a joke. I've never heard of that place. Bro, this was a, a nice evening. I I, uh, I hope our listeners have enjoyed, you know, the soft sounds of Trace and Ken. Um, you know, every... Uh, we appreciate all the support. You know, like, share, follow. We challenge everybody that listens to this podcast to send this podcast to somebody they think that might like this podcast. Or maybe you're like, hey, you're not going to like this podcast at all. That's what I've been but, doing lately. I've been sharing it with people I know would hate it. And I've just been, check out, check out my pod. Check out this podcast, yo. You'll, check out my pod. You'll like it. It's right. We talk, they talk about everything you'd like. And they come back, they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, I know. I got you. I see you. <laughs> I think I think my favorite review so far is is Vince's grandma, Flo. Florence. Shout out oh, to Florence, Vince's Florence. grandma. Where she was just like, these guys are everywhere. That's that's true. They're all over the place. That's true. Yeah. That's very Thanks, true. Flo. Yeah. Love We're going to work on our organization a little bit. That's one of our goals. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're all over place but we we flow with it we, we're like a river flow like a river that's right you, you know what's in rivers kenny is there, there's like rocks and rivers right and it makes the water pivot in certain ways and so the river doesn't flow without pivoting randomly right yeah so that's how this podcast is just like a river that's true flow. that's very true and we got very rocks true. in this podcast we got boulders in this podcast that make us pivot and all of a sudden, we talk about Chick-fil-A spicy fingers that aren't available in my area. And now me and Kenny are hungry. And then yeah. now we talk about, oh, how the NFL wants to scam Tom Brady into, you know, losing to New England Patriots. With the... But, hey, thanks, Roger. <laughs> thanks, Roger. What kind of dog would Roger Goodell be? Ooh. A Rottweiler. A Rodgeweiler. Rodgeweiler. That's good. That's good. I like that. You know, like a dog that like, even though it's probably friendly and it's probably a little cuddly. Still worried about getting bit. 
<laughs> yeah, you're like, fuck that dog. Yeah, I don't trust him. Uh, don't like, trust him. He's nice. That's... He hugged me on draft day. I don't trust him. Uh, I yeah, don't trust him, right. Like he's he's a Rottweiler to me. I like that. Right, like, I like that. What kind of dog would you be, Ken? Well, I just took a quiz. Um, really quick. <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, because I got what I think, right? Um, but I took a quiz really quick, one of those silly online quizzes. Um, and I got German Shepherd, which was actually a little surprising to me, but kind of right up there in that direction. I, I thought, I was thinking some kind of collie or herding dog is what I've always kind of thought of myself. But uh, well, that's, that's what Shepherd. Hank is, right? Yeah, Border Collie, right? Hank Williams, yeah. the dog. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I haven't really considered that. But it, you know, it came up, and I was like, okay. Well, I wonder what. I wonder what I am. Let's see. Did you do the BuzzFeed quiz? No, I wish I would have. I did one on Haywise. Uh, like you know these quizzes, I could probably take again and get a different answer. But um, if I had to pick one. For myself, I would pick Australian Shepherd. That would be my dog, a little bit. That would be what I what I saw myself as. Yeah, I can probably explain why I break everything. People people will go through and do like, you know. I think everybody who has a dog, their dog is somewhat a reflection of who they are. Yo, people look like their dogs all the time. Right. I mean, I think I think that is that is straight fact. Um, so I think, yeah, you you would be like a Hank, you know, you yeah. would you 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 purchase a dog that you feel is most like yourself, and you named it something that you felt was most like you, you know, like so, like yeah, I agree. I, I think agree. our next pup is going to be named Waylon. Waylon Jennings. I think we're going to stick with the famous country singers as our pets. I like it. I'm all about it. I'm looking at a. Yeah. What you? What's your? What's your results? I don't know. There's a lot of. Uh, yeah, it was pretty intensive, actually. It was way more questions. Give me five questions, and there was like 22. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I literally don't even. Oh uh, yeah, they they got me as a Great Dane on this one. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, yeah. All right. You know, but see, to your point, it's like I got the German Shepherd. Yeah, you know? so you like have a German Shepherd. That's probably I feel what like I would have put on you, but it me might just be Brew, because I've seen you with Brutus for so long. Yeah, like I feel like I, me and Brew look like like if you were like, hey, whose father is your dog? And then you'd be like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Like that's how I I feel with Brew. Yeah, like, I would like, pick that too. I would yeah. pick that. So, yeah, but he's, oh, he's old, bro. He's, he's old man. Yeah, old man status now. It's kind of getting great. like, oh, it's like, oh. you know, yeah. love your dogs, everybody. There's one piece of advice I could ever give anybody that ever listens to this podcast: Just love your dogs. Cats are okay, especially if your cat's name is Cole. No. Family's got a cat named Cole. Shout out to the Millers. They got a cat named Cole. It's the dopest cat. J. Cole. Cole World. He's a cold-ass cat. But dogs are awesome, so love your dogs. Yeah. 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 I think it's important. You know. 
But and we love everybody that's listened to our podcast. We love our dogs. Yeah, we love our dogs. We love our homies. We love the people that have supported us this, this whole time. Shout out to Widmer Brothers. Shout out to Shades. <laughs> if you're listening to this, shout out to you. Shout out to you for listening. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Jeff Wade, man. You need some, you feeling stuck? You need some life coaching? You need some volleyball coaching? Hit him up. That's our boy. And That's Jeff check Wade. Check him out. Jeff Wade. Steps McGinch Wade. Hit him up. Hit him up. I think that's always good, though, dude. I think people do need, you know, one thing I could probably say is it's always probably nice to uh, communicate with somebody. You know, there are a few people. There are a few people in this world that I would sign up for some positive life coaching from, and I'm going to tell you right now, Jeff Wade's one of them, actually. Yeah, coaching with Jeff Wade.com. Coaching with Jeff Wade.com, just like it sounds. I'm gonna sign up. I'm gonna sign up, and I know him. But I could just use some Jeff Wade in my life right now. I'll tell you that. Yo. Wag that finger, bro. Wag it. Give him the Matambo. Let him know. Let Jeff him Wade. Know. Epic. Yeah. I think uh, if, if you're looking for some guidance, if you're looking just to, to release something off your chest, get better. some insight, get a different perspective maybe. Which is always positive in this world is, is finding different perspectives, bouncing your thoughts and ideas off people. Or if you're looking to, you know, become the next starting libero on, on your uh, local high school volleyball team or club team, hit up both. Jeff Wade. Maybe hit him both. Up. Maybe yeah. both describes you. If so, you might not be old enough to listen to this podcast. So I turn this off. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go to bed. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you all. Again, please, if you're doing something and you're listening to this podcast, send it to one or two people that you think might like to listen to two random, you know, middle-aged dudes uh, talk about absolute nonsense. E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of that, if you get in a disagreement, don't get upset. Don't go to name calling. Just go to, you know, like, hey, agree to disagree. You know, everybody love everybody. Team USA all the way. All the way. E-L-E. Homies helping homies. Triple H. Not the dude from WWF. Not that Triple H. No, this is a different Triple H. Homies helping homies. Help. And we appreciate all you homies for listening. So have a great day. Peace.